everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, June 24th edition. Hope everybody had a great weekend. It was a fun one to take a little breather from the action. It was a lot of fun. There's a lot of uh, offense, like usual, around baseball. So hopefully we kept seeing those green screens. I know there's tons on the uh, Quantage member Discord. If you want to join over there, promo code Bubba gets you the rest of the MLB season for $10 off, $74.99. You can get a... One month, first month, all sports to get some NFL best balls and more for nineteen ninety nine, or a five day trial for five bucks. And I saw a ton of green screens in the fantasy sports DJ and Slack as well as WNBA keeps going crazy. We had some NASCAR over the weekend and much, much more. So come check it all out. Really, really good stuff. But you guys are here for some MLB DFS first look action. We got a seven game banger on tap tonight, and it is offense galore. When we get to pitching, it'll be basically a Pick your guys, plant your flags, and roll the dice. That's how things are going to rock and roll. The totals on the slate, Mets, Phillies, 10. Blue Jays, Yankees, 10.5. White Sox, Red Sox, 9. Royals, Indians, 10. Braves, Cubs, 12. If you couldn't guess by that total in Chicago, the wind is blowing out to right field at 16 miles an hour. Pray for Julio Tejeron. Dodgers, D-backs, total of 8. Rockies, Giants, 8. So you're going to plant your flags in a couple... Pitching spots here, but overall it is offense, 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 home run derby, stack it up, whatever you prefer this evening. Um, the other weather concern outside of the wind blowing out to right in Chicago is Kansas City at Cleveland. That's going to be really rainy early, dies off as the night goes on. So either at this point in time, looks like maybe a late start or who knows from there. Maybe the, the rain completely changes and we rock and roll as planned. Hopefully we don't go down to a six game slate, keep it at seven and keep the diversity there. Looking at that pitching on the slate, you got two guys. I got three guys at 9800 bucks and above. You got Lucas Gilito at 11-9 at Boston. I cannot go there. I love Gilito. I hope he deals. If you want to be super contrarian in the GPP, do it. If he was a little cheaper, I'd do it. Almost $12,000 for Gilito in Boston is tough. That's really tough to do to make it work on a slate like this where there is so much offense to pick and choose from. But Clayton Kershaw, 10-4, very, very much in play at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Kershaw starting to get there, folks. Really, really looking good. His last start out, seven shutout innings, six strikeouts against the Giants for 28.8. He has six or more Ks in three of his last four starts. In four of his last six starts, he has 20 or more DraftKings points in four of his last six. On a slate like this with this much offense, if you can get 20 or more DraftKings points in the bag, that's a big boy thing. Now, anything can happen, but Kershaw is a minus 130 road favorite. Total uh, Arizona striking out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Kershaw almost has a 51% ground ball rate. And the D-backs have a 3.75 team total, third lowest, or the, the, the lowest on the slate. Lefty's 272, righty's 312. So really good spot there. The interesting thing, though, with the D-backs, they have a 382 Woba and a, and a 248 ISO versus lefty. So they hit the lefties very, very well. At the same time, I'd take my chances of Kershaw at 10-4. Hopefully that humidor is locked up and rolling to keep that, those balls in the ballpark. John Gray, 9800 bucks at the San Francisco Giants. I'm not a big John Gray fan. But he gets it done outside of Coors, averaging almost 16 DraftKings points per start. And he's facing the Gigantes. We struggled a bit against this season, but those have been uh, in uh, San, uh, in Colorado when they have played. He's coming off a 19-point performance at Arizona. Struggled against San Diego, but then prior to that, 24 points. Well, that struggle was a bullpen game in that long, long game. His last start against San Diego, 24 points. He had 14 against the Mets, 30 against Toronto, uh, 23 at Pittsburgh. So on and so forth. So a lot of good stuff with Gray. He does have his hiccups from time to time. But 9800 bucks in this matchup against a very bad Giants offense. 
is something you can take a look at. Giant strike at almost 23% of the time. Versus right-handed pitching, great 25% K rate to go with 48% ground ball rate. And the Giants have the second lowest total on the slate, just above Arizona at 3.8. Lefty's 346, righty's 317. Off of grace, so there's some optimism there. The Giants offense went into Arizona and actually scored some runs with some of these new names they've got in place with Dickerson and others. But at the same time, as a team, 296 Wilba, 160 ice overs, right-handed pitching. So John Gray at 98 is in play. And if i got to rank my two guys up top, it's Kershaw 1. John Gray, two. Now, when you drop down, you got Eduardo Rodriguez, $8,700 at home against the White Sox. This is a great spot. He faced the White Sox earlier this year. Six innings, one earned six Ks for almost 23 points. He's been much better at home than on the road. And as of late, he has um, basically 21.6 points or more in four of his last six starts at Minnesota, at Baltimore, at Kansas City, at Houston. And he's been better at home, which is the crazy part. Recent home starts 14 against Tampa, 17 against Colorado, 26 against Seattle, and then the at Chicago White Sox game where he got 23 points. So a lot to like here with Erod. As always, walks can be a concern with Eduardo Rodriguez. He walks, um, they're down though to 7% to go with his 25% K rate, 44% ground ball rate, and the White Sox strike out 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. That's what makes Erod oh so nice. You got a White Sox team with a 3.95 team total, third lowest on the slate. Lefties hit 341 off Erod, righties 298. And the White Sox have only a 145 ISO versus left handed pitching. So Erod at his price point at 87, very, very nice. A couple other guys to look at here John Lester. I love what he's been doing this year. He's 7,600 bucks. Just realized that wind blowing out to right field is very, very shaky. Good thing for him is most of the, his opposition will be right handed. Trying to hit the ball to left field. But keep that in mind with John Lester. You got Jake Arrieta at 7300 bucks against a very bad Mets team. That's why I wanted to mention him. Arrieta, a big pitch to contact guy, which kills me. But he's faced the Mets twice this year. 14 innings, 5 earned, striking out 10. He's averaging 18 points per game against the Metropolitans. Coming off back 15.7, 15.5 starts in his last two. Had a couple rough ones at San Diego, at the Dodgers. And then you know, a 30 and a 14 against the Cubbies. So it's, it, he's not a world beater, but at 7300 bucks does open things up for you as, um, and it's not on here, as, uh, well, Eflin might be getting the start too. So keep an eye on that because I, I did see that last night looking at one of my season-long leagues. Eflin, if Eflin's getting the start, I like him a lot. He'd be uh, a really, really good start. So keep an eye on that. Eflin or Arietta, both in play. Eflin would be a really, really good look against the Mets. Arietta more of a, let's save some cash, hopefully get a pretty good start type guy at 7300 so in this uh, 7 and 8K range, I got Erod 1, Lester 2, Arietta 3. Keep an eye on Eflin. That'll be something to, to monitor as the day goes on. All right, 7,100 and below. I know I did 7K above, but I want to keep some punts together down here. You got CC Sabathia at 71 at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. CC's just steady Eddie. At home, 2.18 ERA, almost 19 points per game. Struggles quite a bit on the road. Uh, he came off a 26-point performance against Tampa Bay in his last home start. 20 against Boston at home, 15 against Tampa at home, four, or basically 15 against Seattle. He's a very, very good floor guy. He's got the upside like he showed his last time against Toronto, but he has a very, very good floor at $7,100. A Toronto team strikes out almost 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. And CeCe's a minus 230 home favorite, by far the highest favorite on the slate. The next highest is Erod, minus 170. So CeCe at $7,100 has huge win equity. That could be potentially, not always, Four DraftKings points right out the gate at 7100 bucks. Now, if he goes and gives you about six innings, two runs or less, 
racks up some Ks because they strike out a lot. You're looking at some good big boy stuff there with CC's 21% carry at 40% ground ball rate. And Toronto's got a 4.2 team total, fourth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 251, righty's 332. They have a 304 Woba and a 176 ISO versus left-handed pitching. They've uh, improved of late, but still, that big swing and miss makes pitchers very, very likable. A couple other ones, Adam Plutko against the Royals at $1,600. Plutko's been decent of late. Watch the weather there. And last but not least, Brad Keller in that same weather game at 6 k That's why I had CC there, because this game might not even play. But Keller's faced Cleveland once this year, six and two-thirds, one earned, five Ks for 32 points. He got beat up at Seattle's last time out, but previous to that, at Minnesota, 21-6. White Sox, 18-4. Texas, 16-4. Had a hiccup at the White Sox again. St. Louis, 17. So he's been showing signs of life of late. 6K at Cleveland, a Cleveland offense that's very, very hit and miss, striking out about 22% of the time. First right into pitching, and Keller's got a 51% K rate. Uh, Cleveland, 5.45 team total. Lefty's 364, righty's 343. But at 6K, there's something to enjoy there. So down below, I got CC1, Keller 2, Plutko 3. Recapping your pitching overall, up top, Kershaw, John Gray. In the middle, Erod, Lester, Arietta. Down below, CC, Keller, Plutko. Not the sexiest of stuff, now is it? Let's check out the bats, as we should have tons of bats on this slate. You got Gary Sanchez versus Aaron Sanchez at 56. But if you want to save, that's how big of a... Uh, uh, <laughs> Gary Sanchez can be 5600 bucks a catcher. Next closest guy is 45 It's crazy because no one really pays for catcher, and I say it a lot, is that's what makes El Gary a, a very good GPP play at times. It just hinders the rest of your lineup when you're paying that much for a catcher. So it's all about lineup construction. As you build it, he's always in play because he always has double-dung upside in a GPP. It's just mo- And most don't play him because it's a catcher. But Sanchez in play. You got Wilson Contreras in that windy game against Tehran at 45 Hopefully Vic Caratini. Gets to start a left-handed bat because we know lefties can get to uh, can get to Taher on, and Caratini is only thirty-three hundred bucks, so that could be an interesting play. You know, he's, he's more of a GPP play than a, a Contreras who's been going deep quite a bit lately. But that left side of the uh, the plate with the wind blowing out to right field, lots to like in that kind of scenario. Uh, James McCandless, Erod at forty-three, not bad. I try to get up to Gary Sanchez or go down to a guy like uh, Roberto Perez, not bad play at forty-two. He's been swinging a good stick versus Keller. Uh, Brian McCann, lefty-lefty versus Lester, but you might want to take that A at low ownership and B. You know, lefties are hitting 372, righties 341 off Lester so far this year. The Braves have a 5.85 team total, a 350 Woba and a 220 ISO versus left-handed pitching. And with that wind blowing out to right, Brian McCann at 4K can be a very, very interesting play. I usually don't put a major impact into win, but for those that do know baseball, win is blowing out in Wrigley. More often than not, not every time, this could be a 2-1 to one game tonight, but more often than not, there's a reason the total is 12. Let's just put it that way. That ball flies in that ballpark. And it's warm, so that'll help as well. After Brian McCann, you got like Rhea Muto versus Matt, which isn't horrible. Philadelphia would be well, way overlooked on this slate. Uh, but Tyler Flowers versus Lester, another good catcher as well. Um, going down cheaper, if you're looking to punt, maybe a Steven Vogt at 34 versus John Gray. Um, Zachary Collins had a big weekend in Texas. Good to see Dowdy gets, or not a big weekend, but he got his first career home run. Dowdy gets to start lefty-lefty tonight, but something to keep an eye on. I like Vic Caratini at 33. That would be a fun one if they throw him in the lineup for kind of a punt with some upside. Then other than that, it's like Martin Maldonado's 29. Posey's down to 3K. He's been bad, but 3K, you know, it might not be, it's not bad for cash. Uh, you can go there. A Danny Jansen at only 2,100 versus CeCe. That is a really good punt. If you're not using CeCe, which... 
I think a lot of people will use as value. Danny Jansen at 21. Really good catching punt. You know, it doesn't do a ton, but the upside's there at that price point. Going over to first base, got Big Meat Pete's already uh He's already got the Mets rookie home run record running at the All-Star break. He's 55. Uh, Freddie Freeman hits lefties just fine, so he's 54 and in a really good spot there. Carlos Santana went deep again yesterday, swinging it good at 51 versus Keller. Don't mind that at all. Cleveland, again, 5.45 team total. Lefties, 364. Righties, 463. Cleveland's been slowly heating up. Now they're getting healthier. So, And Jose Ramirez and Jason Kipnis are kicking in. Some things are going well there. Hunter Dozier's back, came back over the weekend. He went deep yesterday uh, since his return. He's been back for three days, 23-11-0. So it took him a day to get ready. But he's been rocking and rolling just like he left off. And he's only 4,900 tonight versus Plutko. Um, the Yankees are all in play if you want to. Edwin, Luke Voigt, because when it comes to this, they have the highest team total at 6.3. Lefty's 341. Righty's 371 versus Aaron Sanchez. The Yankees are just the bombers now. The, the lineup is redonkulous. Um, it's going to be all about stacking, all about trying to get different with your stacks because they all have the ability to pretty much double dong in that lineup. So you got Edwin, you got Luke Voigt at first base. If you so choose, the Yankees will be very good plays more often than not. But like Anthony Rizwood, only 46 for Julio Tejeron. Big fan of that. Big, big fan. Uh, you know, nine zero three in his last three with a 13. He's not on the hot, hot streak he was before. But in this ball game against uh, Tejeron, a 6.2 team total, lefty's 327, righty's 313. Rizzo at 46 is some serious value. Uh, Reese Hoskins at only 45, really good looking play as well. Six points yesterday, but 16 and 15 prior to that. Um, he's having a quietly really good year. 16 home runs on the year, hitting 270. No one's talking about him. Uh, we know he's got a lot more power versus righties than lefties, but the lefties have been coming up. And Philly's got a 5.2 team total. Lefty's 376. Righty's 320 versus Steven Matz. And the Phillies are 335 Woba, 214 ISO versus left-handed pitching. I think the Phillies get overlooked tonight. And uh, it's crazy because some teams will get overlooked on a slate this small with this many offensive options. We'll get to it when we talk about stacks and BVP, so don't turn it off early. But uh, there will be ways to be different on this slate and potentially save cash. Reese Hoskins at 45 is one because Anthony Rizzo should be really popular at 46, it's one way to differentiate your lineups. Um, you know, you got like Daniel Murphy, not bad. Like Jose Abreu's E-Rod at 41, GPP, you could go there. Uh, Chester Cuthbert wrote about him on Friday, talked about him on Friday. He had a huge game on Friday at 30 draftings points. The last two days were Chester, Chester Cuthbert type days. He got a hit in both days, but three and five points. Isn't a ton to shake a stick at, but 4K versus Plutko. If you need to get weird, lefty's 263, righty's 369 versus Plutko. So you could go to a guy like Cuthbert as, as Cuthbert and Dozier both first base. Third base eligible for uh, Kansas City. Not much plays, but something to keep an eye on. Dom Smith, first base, outfield eligible versus Arietta and his pitch to contact at 39. Again, the Mets 4.18 or team total left. But make sure it's not Eflin. If it's Eflin, that changes everything. Uh, the Mets can still be GPP relevant, but I like their bats much more versus Arietta than Eflin. So keep an eye on that. A few more to take a look at. You could do like a Christian Walker or a Kevin Cron versus Kershaw if you want to get really weird. I don't know if you need to get there. One play I do like, he was 27 yesterday. He's 37 today. Bobby Bradley made his debut for the Cleveland Indians. Big power hit and lefty first baseman. He went one for three with a double, a run scored, a ribby, a walk, 11 DraftKings points. He was 2,600 yesterday. The dude's hitting the – he has a hard contact rate of 45% in the minors this year. Big boy bat, 3,700 bucks. Hits towards the bottom of that Cleveland order. Good savings if you need to go there. 
on this slate. Don't mind him at all. Uh, same with Matt Beattie against Granky. I respect Granky at 35. I try to spend 200 more for uh, Bobby Bradley. You also got Brandon Belt at 34 versus John Gray. So tons of options when there's this much offense in play. Second base with Merrifield, not bad. Labor Torres, though, 53, another big-time Yankee. And, you know, the guys at the bottom of the Yankees orders don't play as much. But, you know, when you talk stacks, you usually talk top of the order, wrap around. You can stack the bottom of the Yankees because they score so many damn runs that they're going to hit a ton. He had zero yesterday, but 16, 23, 24, a couple of 7, 0, then a 12, a 21, a 7, and a 10. Glaber's been putting up big boy numbers at 5,300, gets Aaron Sanchez, and that Toronto pen tonight could be a nice night for him. It's just they're so expensive too, so pick your poisons. DJ LeMahieu, 51, more cash than GPP. But like Jeff McNeil, 4,700 bucks, really good play for the Mets. He has been on fire. If you are fading CC, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., keep talking about him, big time power of late. 13 more points yesterday. He had 6, a 6, and then a 24, 2, 14, 4, 25. He's got that GPP upside at uh, 4600 bucks for CC Sabathia. Ozzy Albies loves his left-handed pitching at 43. That's a really, really good play in that matchup. Just keep an eye on Ozzy. Like J- uh, Jason Kipnis at 4K. That's why I want this Cleveland-Kansas City game to play. With, with a lot of eyes focusing on Chicago and Atlanta, and rightfully so, this Cleveland game, you can get some advantage of Kipnis at 4K. Really, really streaking right now. Averaging 12 points over his last 10. 12, 7, 15, 3, 36, 16, 0, 26 over his last 8. He's 4K tonight. Good stuff there. Uh, David Bote at $3,800. Nice contrarian play to get some Cubs action in your lineup tonight. And then other than that, check your lineups. we got like Robbie Cano's only 3200 A nice value in there. And Joe Panic will be cheap as well. But that Cano at 32 good upside in that one. Going over to third base. So let LeMahieu again. we got Nolan Arenado versus Drew Pomeranz at 5K is a great spot. Arenado crushes the Giants. It's like a tradition unlike any other. Pretty quiet weekend over the weekend in L.A., 0-7 and 14 for Arenado. Overall quiet of late since they've left Colorado. Shocker, the road Rockies. But uh, Palmerans might help him at 5K. Mentioned Hunter Dozer already. Like Scott Kingery at 4,800 versus Steven Matz. Really good look there. Kingery's kind of slowed down after his torrid, torrid pace there about a week ago. Still a good spot there at 48 versus Matz. Might be some better options with the way he's streaking downward right now. But still some upsides. Uh, Chris Bryant versus Tehran at 45, not bad. Like Josh Donaldson at 43 versus Lester, really good. It's um, I know that DraftKings makes these prices, not assuming weather. So you're getting these guys pretty cheap in a base guy Coors Field type atmosphere. You're getting them very cheap. It's going to be the ownership in Atlanta, Chicago in a seven-game slate should be very, very high. Very, very high. Uh, J.D. Davis, nice contrarian play at 41 as he continues to get it going. Uh, but Jose Ramirez, 3,900. Price hasn't gone up. He's averaging over 10 points his last 10. 15, 10, 10 in his last three, you know, seven to five and an 18, but he's really starting to get it done. He still steals bags from time to time. Uh, multi-hit games, showing a little bit of pop. He's 3,900 bucks versus Brad Keller. I would be stacking Cleveland if this game plays. It's They're cheap. Everyone's going elsewhere. I, there's a lot to like there with Cleveland. Again, they got the fourth highest total on the slate at four, 5.45. Like, there's a lot to like there with Cleveland Indians. Uh, David Boat at 36, contrarian, like I said. Vlad Guerrero Jr. struggling, but 36 for CC if you're going to fade CC. And he'll be a very popular punt at 71. Very, very popular. And then got Evan Longoria at 3,200 bucks if you really need to get weird, but I don't think I'd be going there. Shortstop, Glaber Torres again at 53. Lindor at 49 is a great play as he continues to get it done. 
Tim Anderson in the GPP at 45 versus Erod. Like Javi Baez is only 43. I love Danzy Swanson. He's been crushing left-handed pitching, crushing it. He's 4,300 bucks, uh, 31 points two nights ago. He's averaging over almost eight to nine points over his last 10. Uh, farther down you go, though, like Ahmed Rosario in a, in a cash or a GPP stack. Didi Gregorius, only 3,700. Really hasn't been getting it going since coming off the IL. You know, 0 0 Eventually, Didi will get it going, and he's really cheap in a phenomenal matchup tonight at 37. If you don't want to go there because there's better spots, I get it. That's some good savings for a guy with some upside with the team, with the highest team total on the slate. They're at, at, supposed to score over six runs tonight. Uh, it's good to get a piece for 3700 Heading to the outfield, there'll be more cheapies and everything when lineups come out. That's why you join us in the member Discord at Quant Edge or in the Fantasy Sports DJ and Slack chat. There. We'll be chatting that up throughout the day. But heading to the outfield, Belly Bombs versus Granky at 57 and in a GPP. You got Blackman versus Pomeranz at 55. is a bad Merrifield. But Austin Riley heating up again. You know, he had that really hot start, kind of slowed down a bit, getting it going again of late 0 3, but then 16 14, had a couple 8 12, 14 12. So really getting it going. 5300 bucks versus Lester in that matchup is not bad. Oscar Mercado at 51, very, very good play as well. You got Judge at 5K if you need to go there. But like Jorge Soler swinging a hot stick at 49. Love Ronald Acuna at 48. I think that's a great price point for that matchup. Really good stuff there. He went deep again yesterday. Mentioned Jeff McNeil and King Rary. Mentioned Lourdes Gurriel. So a lot of dual position eligibilities in these games. But like GPP-wise, Conforto's in play versus uh, whoever's pitching for Philly. You got Giancarlo is only 4,500 versus Aaron Sanchez. Giancarlo put up 14-0-15 over the weekend after a slow start. 4,500 versus Aaron Sanchez is very, very cheap. I uh, mentioned Chris Bryant already. Brett Gardner, another cheap piece of New York that will go overlooked at 4,400. You got Jock Jans versus Granky in a GPP. Ian Desmond actually swinging a really good bat. Loves hitting left. He's averaging over 12 points in his last 10. 18-0-18 in his last three. A 0-5 and 19-27-25. Really getting it going. He's 4,400 bucks against Pomeranz. He loves hitting lefties. When you look at the Rockies, uh, they have a 4.2 team total. That's because the overall total is bad. But lefties 383, righties 347 versus Pomeranz. So very interesting play there with Desmond. Uh, no one's going to play the Rockies tonight. No one. Alex Gordon at 43 is not bad as he slowed down quite a bit. But a good matchup there if you're stacking. Uh, Eloy Jimenez in a GPP at 41 didn't play. JD, Mar- JD Davis mentioned that already. A few others. You could look at Verdugo in a GPP, but Kyle Schwarber's only 3,900 versus Tehran. He should be over 50% on tonight. That, that should just be a lock and load play. I love that play. Adam Jones in a GPP at 39. Same with Teoscar Hernandez. He's been hitting it well at 38 in a GPP. Uh, Randall Gritchick at 37. He's really been getting it going. Also of late... Um, 0-0 with a 26 and 10, a 2-3-19. Starting to get it going again as he's always GPP relevant. Other than that, you know, you got Taylor Naquin, Jake Bowers as punts. You can look those directions. You have Cargo as a cheap punt. Jason Hayward's only 3,500. Alex Dickerson of the Giants, 35. BD, 35. Lots of punts down here that we can uh, help out, help each other out at when we look at lineups later on. All right, recapping your pitching on this slate up top. Kershaw, Gray, in the middle, Erod, Lester, uh, and then Eflin or Arietta, because Eflin will be more expensive. He'd go up in the Gray and Kershaw column if he's there. And then down below, CC Keller, Plutko. Looking at your stacks, again, the Yankees, great spot, very expensive, but great, great spot. 
they're all in play. Lefties 341, righties 371 versus Aaron Sanchez. You got that wind blowing out in Wrigley. Lefties versus Tehran, and they're cheap. Rizzo's cheap. Um, Hayward was cheap. Schwarber's way too cheap. And the right-handed bats are in play too, so don't sleep on that. Then you got the Braves versus Lester. Lefties 372, righties 341. So you can get weird in all kinds of ways there. As Acuna and Swanson have been crushing it. Albies loves his lefties. Freeman's on straight fire. So is McCann. So lots to like there with Hotlanta. But Cleveland, if this game plays, 5.45 team total. Fourth highest on the slate. Lefties 364. Righties 343. And Cleveland was cheap. Really cheap. I think they get overlooked. So I think Philly gets overlooked as well versus Steven Matz. So, you know, Philadelphia, Cleveland could be a couple places to go to, to differentiate things. If you want to get weird. Same with Colorado. Colorado's going to get way overlooked. Low total because it's in San Francisco. Drew Pomeranz has been a gas can. Um, yes, Colorado does suck on the road compared to at home. But if they blow up, they're going to come in at super low ownership. So if you want to get really weird, you go there. If you want to get slightly weird, Cleveland, even some Kansas City is where I'd look. All right, BVP, D.D. Gregorius talking about how cheap he was. He's 6 for 16, two doubles and a triple. First, uh, Aaron Sanchez. Randall Gritchick has two homers. Tiaz Fernandez, one versus CC Sabathia. Scott Kingery, four for eight, two homers off Steven Matz. As a team, the Phillies hit 276, 394 Woba, 230 ISO versus Steven Matz. Lots to like there. Jeff McNeil, seven for 13, a double and a homer off of Arietta. Todd Frazier, eight for 26, a double and two homers off of Arietta. Again, it might be Eflin, so be careful. James McCann, uh, three for 13 with a double and two homers off Erod. He loves hitting lefties. Something to keep in mind in that one. Kyle Schwarber, four for nine with a double off of Teheron. Uh, Rizzo and Bryant have taken him deep as well. Let's see, a lot big samples for Atlanta versus Leicester, but uh, some are big. But Albies is five for five with a homer. Swanson's taken him deep. Uh, Freddie Freeman's taken him deep twice, six for 22, a triple and two homers. Marcakis is, no, we're not going to go there, but some decent numbers as a team versus Johnny Lester. Christian Walker, two homers off Kershaw. Eduardo Escobar, one. Ketel Marte, one. David Peralta, one versus Kershaw. But the Braves do like them some Granky. Barnes has taken him deep. Kiki's taken him deep twice. Bellinger's nine for 22, two doubles and two homers. Jock Jam's eight for 25, four doubles, a triple and two homers. Justin Turner, 10 for 30, three doubles, a triple and two homers. Maybe the Dodgers get overlooked tonight. They love them. Some Zach Granke, 294 average, 429 Woba, 370 ISO as a team versus Zach Granke. And Granke's been much better on the road than at home this year. Dodgers can be a well-overlooked piece when you break it all down. They have a um, 4.25 team total. They have a 348 Woba and a 209 ISO versus right-handed pitching. Something to keep in mind in that one. A few more BVP plays. Brandon Belt, 4 for 14, double and a homer. PR's taking him deep as well. Crawford's 4 for 13 with a double. And then Ian has taken Pomeranz deep as he likes him a lefty or two. All right, that'll do it for this edition of MLB DFS Quick Kits. Again, thequantage.com, promo code Bubba, gets you taken care of over there. Lots of good stuff going on there. And the fantasysportsdgens.com, Dana released her uh, pitching primer for the week. Go check that out as you lock in your fantasy baseball lineups. Uh, Bench with Bubba, episode 181 with Craig Mitch dropped last Thursday. Got some good stuff c- cooking this week for that. Love you always pressing PGA DFS podcast back tonight with myself and Jesse. As we recap, Ches Reeves W, good for the brand, and much, much more. So come check us out over there. I'm on Twitter at BDentric. A rating review would be great. But this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Monday, April, or June 24th edition. I'm out. Mm-hmm.